Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you have to listen to us, break my world podcast by the internet. We are the last few guys to do a podcast. I'm John Morgan with Daniel Bolton and Leon Brown. We're trying to get Michael Peterson from SB Nation and our resident Charger man to uh, come on and talk with us regarding the start of the NFL training camps and, of course, the imminent arrival of football for 2022. I'm trying my darndest to get this Zoom going. It's being very obstreperous. So we're going to talk sports, and Daniel is not is uh, nodding because I just threw out an SAT word at everybody. <laughs> I just threw an SAT word out at everybody. So I'm st- I'm, we're going to keep going here, and I'm going to try to get this thing working because right now it's giving me a not responding. So I'm just going to try to close it out and try to get this darn thing to work and hopefully we can have Michael Peterson on to talk Chargers and the rest of the NFL. So guys, yes, the NFL is coming close to being back. It is stirring. It is awakening after a long, long slumber and I'm pretty happy about that. I know you guys are. Training camp has started for a majority of teams. All right, and uh, but again, it's going to be a while before we get actual news to come out of these camps. Um, and of course, the big news is, you know, quarterback situation. Especially we've got unsettled situations in Carolina. Falcons are they? They're going to go with uh, Marcus Mariota. Um, how? Or, or it's just, I know we, I know we're looking forward to it. What are you guys looking at as training camp starts out? I don't want to sound like, you know, a complete selfish homer, but, you know, I'm looking at, you know, this, how is Khalil Mack going to jail with the Chargers defense? And I'm saying that because, like, you know, last year, you know, we had such a great offense. I mean, both our home run hitters swung for about 1,000, about 1,100 yards. Um, Justin Herbert threw for 38 and 15, which is excellent numbers. But our defense was just... Swirling around the field. Mm-hmm. Doing down, 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 down. I'm talking about ranked 26, 29th in the league. You know, points allowed. Rushing yards given up. I mean, everybody's lighting us up last year. So, um, I'm looking to see how well that's going to go. Another thing, too, you know, we got to be not so much home. I'm going to see how well Tom Brady does this year in the Bucks. What the Bucks? Take the energies that we would have the energies out. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, this is this man is like 40 years old. He's he's, he's like a, a better. I mean, is it safe to say he's a better person? Now, right is, is this what you're looking forward to? At like in the season or like just like uh, oh, like well, I want to see how good like, Tom Brady looks okay. in training camp. And without 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 his boy Rob Gronkowski, who's who's often who's often the sunset. Mm-hmm. We think. I don't think so. He's probably. He'll come back. I don't know. They already signed a tight end. So, oh, okay. So, 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 so kind of replace uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph. They oh, signed him this okay. week. Uh-huh. They, they give him a nice little chunk of change? Mm, I didn't see the numbers, but I know they signed him. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, and it's funny because it's uh, we're going to have Mike Peters. And hopefully, we're going to have Mike Peters and Lord. I hope. And. <laughs> I'm interested to see this AFC West. This is this division is about to be the best division in football. Quarterback wise. Quarterback wise. And really defensively, I think well, I think Kansas City might have taken a step back. Uh no Tyron Matthew uh, uh, with them anymore. That he's with the Saints now. But man, when you talk about the Chargers and Justin Herbert, the Broncos with Russell Wilson, they already had a top ten defense, the Broncos did. Pat Mahomes still in that division. Derek Carr, this is almost like, okay, Derek, this is your last run. You got the best, probably the best route runner and receiver in football and Devontae Adams with you now. You know, they had a pretty decent defense last year. That AFC West is going to be extremely tough. Don't be surprised. You know, I've always made the prediction that it's always been a division that all four teams can make the playoffs. I think I'm for real this time. I think all four of those teams can make a playoff. Oh, yes, no question. I mean, the Broncos have got an incredible upgrade with Russell Wilson. You didn't even talk about it. Yeah, and, yeah, and yes. Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. With, with him and Denver. Denver top 10 uh, defense, right? So it's it's like, it's like, man, 
they got stars over there. They do. Superstar division. They sure do. I'm not trying to like them. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling the fact that the that the Kansas City Chiefs are looking like the NFL version of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> even without Tyreek, even without that man, I'm not feeling that. You know, I'm not feeling the fact that the Denver Broncos got Russell Wilson with a top ten defense. I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling the fact that Oakland is coming back stronger this year. Las Vegas. Oh my bad. Whatever. <laughs> and you know what? We, we got to create a cup and put a quarter in there every time we say the wrong the, team. The, the, the San yeah, Washington, Chargers, the Washington Redskins, the Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Indians. Yep. I mean, <laughs> every year it changes something. Yep. But yeah, the um, it's gonna be it's, it's definitely with the AFC West. You're going every team is going to pack every every game counts. Yep. It, it's going to get dark very early in the AFC West. Oh yes. And you figure, and you figure that second week, it's Chargers Chiefs. I think the it's a Thursday, it's a Thursday, up, it's a Thursday night Amazon. game. Yep. It's a Thursday Amazon night game. Yep. So you know that that division is going to immediately, yeah, immediately uh, yeah. set itself up, especially with that because that is a must-win game. It is. I mean, you got to Yeah, exactly. And and the Chiefs have. Let's see. I'm trying to remember the week one. Um, Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up to see to see who to see who uh, week week one is. I'm sure someone's gonna do it, but I'm still dealing with the Zoom. So, <laughs> um, again, technology is definitely against me. Definitely against me on that. But yeah, that's a huge game. Sorry, they are at, they're at Arizona. Woo! Four twenty-five on CBS. Huge game. Okay. Who's that? The Chiefs. That. Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think this is gonna work. All right. Michael Peterson is there. He's got. He's He's um. Just a matter of getting his audio. Mike, Mike, you got me. Um. Let's see. Oh, let's try. I don't want to unmute. I, I got video. I got video. So let's unmute the audio. All right. Uh, I don't want to unmute it. All right, Mike. Can you, uh, let's see. I know you. So you you do can you hear me, Mike? All right, can uh, now we just gotta get your now we just gotta get your audio in. Uh, oh, you're okay. He's unmuted on his side. Okay, that's I, now. Am I in control of that? Do I have to unmute you? I think I have to unmute you, and I don't know how to do that because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> all right, so while all right, let's try this button. Okay, that's select a microphone, select a speaker. How do I unmute a remote audio? Because I have no idea. Maybe I, maybe I just unmute myself. If I mute myself, maybe that unmutes him. All right. All right. Try it now, Mike. Try it now. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Again. Okay. So the Chiefs play the Chiefs play the Cardinals. Who do who do the Raiders and Broncos have? The Raiders have us. Right. Oh my gosh. The Chargers go Raiders. Raiders Chiefs back to back. Yep, they do at home. Oh yep. my gosh, that is that is a horrible, horrible. It's just the speakers. That is a horrible stretch. And what about the Bronx? Broncos. Let's see. The Denver Broncos open up with. They open up Monday night at Seattle. Okay, that that's a W. That's a W for That's a grudge match. Yep. So they okay. have to have been on purpose. Actually, you know what? Denver's schedule sets up pretty nice. I mean, it, really, it gets kind of complicated week three and week four. Uh-huh. So they're at Seattle. They're against Houston. We know Houston doesn't have anything. Yeah, Houston has and, and then uh, they're at home against the 49ers. They could steal that game. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's at Oakland against Indianapolis then at the Chargers. All right, so basically what you're telling me is in this stretch – the Chargers and the, the Chargers and the Raiders have the worst time of it. Correct. Yes. So yes. Broncos. So, so actually, Broncos Chiefs. No, you look at it though, but the Broncos could actually get out of this in the lead for the AFC West. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think I unmuted my. I think I unmuted Mike's mic. Now he's setting up his. So I'm really hoping we can get this going. Uh, it's just a matter of Mike. Uh, Mike, if you can hear me, just give me a just speaking to your mic. 
see if this is working. Oh, I have to unmute my mic, don't I? Okay, uh, Mike, I know you might can hear me. I think your mic is clear. So this, now all that's left is trying to get your audio. So if you can just give me a quick speak into the mic and see what we got. Oh, he still can't. Now he can't, he can't hear. That's the problem. Now he can't hear. Gosh. All right, this is not working. I thought it would. Um, uh, let's see. I got a mic. Let's, no, I don't want to mute your mic. I don't want to do that. All right. Um, and I apologize, folks. I thought... I thought I had a, an adapter to get this to work, and it turns out I do not. So I was trying to adjust this on the fly, and of course it's not working. So well, I got—I mean, I've got his video, just don't have his audio. And I think let me see what we got here. Let's click on this button. Uh, Make—I could no, that would be interesting. Could make him the host. And, um, Oh Lord, I don't know. I don't know how to bring in audio. So let's see if that's maybe I can do this over here. So anyway, we're talking um, AFC West, and we're talking all sorts of things. Training camp opens. Um, saw a thing today where the Falcons uh, again they're bringing in Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. They're the only two quarterbacks there, and you know a lot of people are just a lot of people. I think. The Falcons, I think the defense is going to be a little better. Uh, but again, where's your offense? Can you get your big guns? And Drake London looks like he's he's the real deal. Kyle Pitts. Can we get these two people to football? And, and that's the good question. Um, and, and it's not just them. What the Falcons upgraded with was size on the receiving end. They also grabbed uh, Auden Tate, who used to play with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He's 66 so they've got a number of receivers that are tall. And I think that was the problem with Atlanta last year is that they were so short, uh -huh. <laughs> you know. And uh, remember, Ridley is still on the roster, but he'll be suspended for the year. Right. So it, we, we can't forget about that. Um, Deion Jones is actually going to start off on the pup list for the first six weeks when he had shoulder injury. So that's going to be a bit of a damper to our defense. Uh, but I think the expectations for Atlanta is really low, mm -hmm. just based off of last season. But they are a team that could really, really make some serious noise. And they could shock a lot of people, I believe. But, again, you have to come out and play football. Are you surprised Kevin Lewis on the roster? I am, yeah. But I, I think the problem was that the Falcons were going to take another captain if they if they terminated his deal. Yes, that's the big problem. This is the year where the Falcons get rid of all their cap space. Right, and that's what they've done. So I think people and I think Falcons fans they have to they have to understand that that's what we're going to be doing the last three years. The money that was spent was just not spent correctly, mm -hmm. you know. And really, it was it was all about Matt Ryan and his deal. Not to say that Matt Ryan, you know, wasn't worth the money at the time. You, you know, he was. He was the MVP when you started considering giving him that. He led the team to the Super Bowl. So now we have to. Now it's almost like a start over, with the exception of not losing your best defensive player, which is Brady Jerry to me. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what it's going to look like. But but maybe you need some young, fresh faces here. You know, well, I think that, like I said, defense is going to get better. Again, mm -hmm. Casey Hayward is coming back in, and we, it's just, good, good just a matter of what he has left. Because this guy can really terrify a defense and, and really get pick up some interceptions. He really can. And the thing about and Leon can attest to that, right? And the thing with getting Hayward, which I thought to me was the best signing in the offseason for Atlanta, uh -huh. it helps elevate AJ Terrell's game. And I think, and, and A.J. Terrell, according to everybody's favorite uh, website, Pro Football Focus, actually was the best cornerback in football last year. Due to percentage, you know, due to percentage rates, um, win rates, and all of that stuff, when, when you make that kind of comparison, right? I think that he has the potential to be a shutdown corner, and I think it's time for him to elevate to the next level. But I think, I think every cornerback needs that other guy on the other side 
for that to help, you know, for that help to come in. Try something, folks. All right, uh, folks. Uh, hey, John Morgan again. Apologize for the for the gap. We're still trying to get this voice uh, Zoom. I thought I had it, but when I tried to plug in the audio, it kicked out and took it away from that. Um, all right. I think I know what I need to do here. I think I know what I need to do. Uh, but again, we're talking about the NFC South, and we're talking about Falcons defense, Casey Hayward. What Atlanta needs to do. I've been trying desperately to get to get this to work with uh, Michael Peterson. Um, I think I know what the issue is. I think if I let me just try this. There's the playback in here. That's not what I want to do. Um, I think I know what I have to do. I have to get because right now I do have the audio coming in the computer, coming in the Zoom. Um, so I apologize, folks. I apologize profusely on this. I'm still trying to figure this out here on the, on the last few guys to do a podcast. Uh, I think I know what I need to do. Um, I hope I do. So again, we're just going to keep going with with our conversation about with our conversation about the Falcons and the and the training camps opened up. Uh, so again, defense, Casey Hayward, uh, the line, giving AJ Terrell some time to blossom, and I really do believe that. Hayward can be that that kind of person for him for them to be like an elder statesman on the defense, and that's what the Falcons always seem to be able to pick up. Don't they? Yeah, they do, and, and that's what and that's what you need. But we all know what Atlanta's problem has been the last well, since John Abraham, right? The pass rush. Mm-hmm. We we have not had. We tried to bring in several guys to do that. We had Big Beasley. He gave us fifteen and a half sacks one year. Um, we thought that that was going to that, and I really felt like he should have still been on the team because of his skill set. But he was just again a one hit wonder, right? So uh, that would have been something to build around, but that didn't work out for us. Uh, Brady Jarrett is is supposed to be a run stopper. He can't be a run stopper and a pass rusher at the same time. No. It, it, you, you, you you want to preserve his career because. Listen, Jared is as good as it gets, and you better believe that there are teams chomping at the mouth to get that guy. And I don't want nobody to even look his way. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, but he, he's he's one of the better defensive tackles in football. They need to build around that. Yeah, that, especially in light of your um, your current rebuild, you gotta have that cornerstone. Yep. Offense and defense. I, I think you guys have yet to have that offensive cornerstone. I, I don't know if Kevin Richards answered. Um, no, he's not. Um, it, right now, the face of the offense is Kyle Pitts. You know, I mean, he's, he's what everybody's talking about. And with all due and with respect to him, yeah, sure, he should be. You know, I mean. <laughs> Didn't he set the, the rookie tight end record for yards last year? Yeah, I mean, and the guy can just flat out play football, you know. Now it's it, but to put so much pressure on that guy, you know. But listen, you're the number three overall pick in the draft, yeah. the highest tight end ever picked in the draft. They, they, there's going to be expectations set, 
for you. But the quarterback got to be able to get it to him. And I, I think when you have a running quarterback, I think it's so important that your tight end is utilized. Because, yes, with him coming out of that pocket and him being able to move the pocket around, he can always be your third option and always going to need it, even though Kyle Pitts is not a three option. He doesn't play like one. He plays like one. But you can do a lot of things with that mobility. And the question is, does Mariota still have it? I was wondering that question. Do you believe that Marcus Mariota is playing the house one? I'm going to say this. Because, because of Ritter being a rookie, because there are some things that concern me about Ritter. A few things. I think, and maybe one or two, just being honest with you, in terms of him being ready to be an NFL-ready quarterback. Not just an NFL-ready quarterback, but a win-now quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Despite all of that, that's Mariota's job to lose. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback week one against New Orleans. And it's it's on him because you drafted this guy and majority of people like this guy that you drafted. If the Falcons can somehow start out 3-0, then Ritter will be holding that clipboard for the whole year. But if he starts 0-3, if Mariota starts 0-3, He'll be on the field. These first three weeks of the season for the Atlanta Falcons is going to, it's going to be so important for that quarterback position that it's crazy. You look at Atlanta's schedule. Well, Atlanta's got one of the toughest schedules in the league anyway. Top five. Top five tough schedules. Look at this schedule. Start off against New Orleans, who's supposed to be a playoff team. And I put that in air quotes. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. I, I, I think I've, said, I've said it's what four weeks in a row. Yeah, the the NFC South is going to be a one team league. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be whoever wins it, and which will be Tampa Bay. Yeah, and they're going to get in. And they're going to get in. Yes, yeah. Carolina might make a push, but I think they're a player away. Yep, I think they're a player or two away. Saints at Rams. They, they're not going to win the first two games, probably. They have, a, they, they have a shot against New Orleans. Yeah, they have a puncher's at, chance. At L.A., no. They're no, not no way at L.A. No, no, Aaron Donald's going to be in whatever quarterback face the whole time. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's, he's, he's going to be uh, picking the remnants of Josh Allen out of his mouth, and then he's going to get a nice helping of Marcus and, Mariota. And then they had the audacity to sign Bobby Wagner. They just got better. They lost Von Middle, but they signed Bobby Wagner, who can still play. At, 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 and, and the reason why Seattle let him go is because they're in a rebuild mode. Right. Now, we're at Seattle week three. We could lose that game, too. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're and the only good news that. is we're going to stay on the West Coast Yeah, for the for the interim. We're not going to come back and forth. We're not going to come back and forth. Then it's Cleveland, and then it's at Tampa, and then it's, and then it's the 49ers, and then at Cincinnati. That, Who ever thought that, that thing would be a terrible. Terrible. I know. That's crazy. I know. That's, that's something, right? The Bengals are a legit powerhouse for the third-year quarterback. Oh, yeah, and then you look at the preseason games, I mean, that really doesn't give us nothing. <laughs> I mean, Lions, Jets, Jaguars. I mean, yeah, there's no, I mean, is a preseason a way? Can we see any type of, I mean, is there a way we can see any type of cohesion? Well, with three games, I mean, that's, remember, the fourth game, the fourth preseason game is now week 17. Yeah. Right. So really, you're going to have to get your cohesion together in a hurry because if you want that third last preseason game to be your dress rehearsal, you've got to get together really quick. Yeah, and I think that third game will be the dress rehearsal slash uh, who's going to make the team game. The first game, of course, we know uh, Kyle Pitts might not even play that game. Right. You know, the second game he might play the first half. Or, or maybe the first quarter, the entire first quarter, and then the second game is, is half, is the second half maybe into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're trying to win a quarterback job, it, it's important for jobs. So you might see Ritter and you might see Mariota on all three preseason games. Unless they say in the second preseason game, 
you know what? In combination of the two preseason games plus training camp, we think Desmond Ritter is our guy. Mm-hmm. Then that, then only that, then you'll you'll actually know by week three of the preseason who's going to start where. Yeah, I, I think that if they're going to bring Ritter out there, it's going to be one season. You don't want to throw him out there. I mean, so it's safe to say that Marcus Mary is a lame duck. That's why he's only got got a two year deal. Right. I mean, he knows that. Yeah. He knows that. He's not. I mean, he's 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 not, he doesn't have any. Uh, he's not coming in under any delusions. Mariota's lost his job already. If you recall, uh, a guy by the name of Ryan Tannehill came and got him. Yes. You know, and and he ain't letting it go. So he has to come through. Essentially, he's playing for his NFL life right now. He has to come out there with minimal personnel and somehow find a way to light it up. Right. Yep. And I mean, let's. I mean, look. The cupboard isn't exactly there. There's something there. It's. It's like a. It's like, you know, you do have that. You know, yes, in the running game, the running game is the equivalent of an old can of beans. Uh, <laughs> but there is, like I said, there is something there. Something there. But what you have to do is you have to diversify so the defense just doesn't, A, rush Aaron Donald all the time, and whatever defense you have left, just sit on London and Pitts, yeah. and then just wait for uh, interceptions to come, in, to, to come into your lap. You've got to get your running game going, and, you know, who is the starting running back? If you can't answer that off the top of your head, you know something's wrong. You have a problem. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, you, you got Cordero Patterson. Remember, he's back. Yeah, we, all right, we got him. You yes. got Patterson, but he's going to have to be the running back. You got the rookie out of BYU, Tyler Algier. Uh, Algier. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> Quadri Allison is back. Uh, Damian Williams, who they signed for Kansas City, he, he's on there. Now, a lot of these guys have one year deals. So. You know, that's going to be interesting to see. You look at the receiver, I want to talk about that for a minute. Geronimo Allison is on the team now from Green Bay. He's 6'3". You got, we got a plethora of receivers. I don't know why we got all these receivers now. Drake London is 6'4". The shortest one actually is uh, Olamide's case. And I actually like him. I hope that they keep him around for a while. And he's at 5'8". And Calvin Ridley's 6'1". Calvin really doesn't play 6'1". To me. I don't he plays 5'7". 5'8". You know, it, it, because you'd be so... You'd be thinking that he's going to get hit and he would take a, a shot. And he's going to hurt. And he's going to get hurt. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just crazy to me. But... Needless to say, I think Cordero Patterson going back to running back. Patterson, he has to. There's no one. There's yeah, else. he has to be the one for right now. And I actually like him as that switchblade, where I can line him up in the backfield, or I can line him, or I can line him up in the slot or whatnot. That's what he was so good at last year. He should have made the Pro Bowl, but Debo Samuel was the switchblade, was the ultimate switchblade for the Forty Nine. And again, he wants out of San Francisco. Yep, trying to turn him into a running back. He's not going to And that's why. Yeah. Well, you know, I, he wants to. Because I, I don't blame him. The running backs have a short shelf span, you know, and they don't get the type of. Like, they, Ezekiel. Yeah. The shelf span has, has, has shrunk the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and I think the days of getting that Ezekiel Elliott money are gone. So he's like, yo, just turn. I'm, I'll put. I'll run a slide. I'll go. I'll go elsewhere mm-hmm. and get my money. Um, that's what pretty much you know. You do. He like. He's pretty much like. Hey, I'll do a tight deal on you. <laughs> Send me to the Panthers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For the right amount of money. Shoot, I don't blame him. You know, I'm thinking too. I mean, I, I get, everybody knows I've got what I can do. Send me to the. Uh, send, send me to the Lions. For, you know, saying for the right price. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even going even going to the Lions doesn't sound so bad. The Falcons have three quarterbacks on their roster actually. 
Felipe Franks. Oh, that's right. Forgot about Franks, man. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah, pretty easy to forget about Franks. But but I thought they I thought they released him. That's I what thought, I thought. Yeah. But yeah, they, I they, they did too. But they yeah. still they got him on these. Well, if you're if, if the if the Falcons are carrying three quarterbacks to camp, I kind of like the I kind of like their odds of keeping all three quarterbacks. I do too. I, I think that I think that you should that, have three quarterbacks. Yeah, that's that is the that is the least amount of quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yep. Usually you you take four or five, exactly, and because you don't know who's gonna, you don't know what that is, you don't know what it, what it's gonna look like, but for three, you know, that seems pretty indicative that all three are gonna. I mean, if I believe Franks, I am, I, yes, I'm gonna play my, I have to play my butt off, so maybe I can get that two step second slot, but I'm feeling a little decent that I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make the big club or at least get sent to the practice squad. I agree with that. Well, <clears throat> all right. Well, now that's it, for the Falcons. that's it for the Falcons. Now let's go on to the college ranks. Uh, it has officially started. SEC media days have come and gone. And, of course, no surprise there in terms of what people think are going to happen. Georgia, Alabama, they're tops in the, in the conference. And uh, they expect Alabama to win the SEC title. No surprise. Actually, uh, well, bit of a surprise. Realignment didn't really get talked about, but Lane Kiffin was going off on on the NIL, and it was clear he wasn't a big fan of it because you know he thought that the Alabamas and the Georgians just buy up everybody, sign them to NIL deals, and just keep them stashed somewhere on the roster. So um, again, I just want to, again same thing, guys. College is a little different because college really won't get underway until late August. But again, it's we see football starting to reemerge, and I just really don't see what um, I think. I'm the I'm that one person who knows with with the uh, media days, every coach is pretty much going to say the same thing. You're not going to get really much breaking news. And I don't think we got anything. Yeah, I don't look into into media day. Like that, the only thing that excites me about media day is that college football is on the horizon. Right. That's it. I don't care what these coaches have to say. I, I really don't. Now, if Nick Saban went out and clotheslined Jimbo Fisher, that would be nice. Now I would that say, would, okay, that would here be we nice. go. Now we got some drama. Exactly. Now we got some stuff really going on here. You know, but <laughs> all in all, man, I, it's, it's, it's more of a, an appetizer. Yeah. That means I know my main course. I don't know my main course. That means it's been, it's getting ready. It's in the back. It's getting ready to come out. Yes. Even though we're probably going to miss a lot of college football, especially those noon games. More than likely, because we're going to be on we, the we're, we're going to be, be on the road. We'll be at Reinhardt this year. Yep. We got Reinhardt this year. But well, actually, the first Reinhardt game is a Thursday night. So that first that first real college football game Saturday, August twenty sixth. Yep. We can watch it. We're, we're good. Yeah, oh, we're, we're good, good for that first one. And that's that's week zero, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so that's the Vanderbilt and Hawaii, Hawaii Nebraska, Northwestern. Oh, yeah, Florida yeah. State and Duquesne. <laughs> yeah. Duquesne. So, Duquesne, yeah. <laughs> Nebraska, Northwestern, that's actually going to be a good matchup. And actually, it's going to yeah. be a good matchup. I think, even though it's kind of like the uh, Raiders-Jaguars Hall of Fame games, oh, really, right. you know, it's like, guys like that, man. It's like, oh. Yes. It's like my yes. guys around football. Football is here, even though it's not good football. It's good, but it's not good football. But it's football. That's not me. I'm, is that is that your, somebody at the door? I think. Well, Daniel's gonna go check on the door as we talk about that. But yeah, it's like it's not good football, but it's football. We really don't care. Um, and that's and, and that's that's what I that's kind of like what I like about it. Like I said, it's the tight. It's the uh, Jaguars and the Ra- and the Raiders. Uh, where we just really don't care about the about the game itself, you know, it could be the worst two teams imaginable, and in fact, in this case, it is the worst two teams imaginable. Well, one of them anyway. Well, anyway. See, I think we should, like I said, I think we should have Titans Jets on the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> I think that would, I think that would be what we need for for the Hall of Fame. Titans, Titans, or actually, but if you want to keep it like uh, uh, different conferences, Titans Giants. There you go. Yeah, Titans, that's Giants. that's what we need. That's what we need because. Nowhere, nowhere would people during the regular season are people gonna say, "Man, I can't wait for this Titans Giants game." Only in an NF, only in a Hall of Fame game would you say, 
I can't wait for Titans Giants. Man, and and <laughs> like I said, right, like I said, you well, of course you're a Florida State fan, so you yeah. can't wait for Florida Duquesne anyway. But in the middle of November, would right. you be sitting there saying, "Man, I can't wait for that Florida Duquesne game nope. this Saturday"? <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that game. Nope, because that'll be a game I probably won't watch. <laughs> okay, but because it's college football, and and sometimes sometimes when football comes around, you get an off. You, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, it, it's 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 like the equivalent of beer goggles. It really yeah. is. Yeah, you you just like, wow, Raiders Jaguars. You gotta see, you gotta see what America's trying to do, though, right? Mm-hmm. Within the next, but, but is it safe to say the USFL and the XFL were somewhat? I think they were more of. a... I think they did. All right, here's here's what I think. I think the quality of the football was left a lot to be desired, but in terms of the leagues being a success, I think they were a bit more of a success than we thought. Um, do I agree with Birmingham being USFL central? No, because I mean it's like. How can you get? How can you get behind the Michigan Panthers if they don't play in Michigan? How can you get behind the New Orleans Breakers if they're not in New Orleans? Correct. If you, if you look at it, it's, gives, it's it's honestly like a giant AAU game, AAU tournament. It's really what it seems like. It gives every single part. I, I just see. I see. A, I see a lot of different possibilities. It gives every single corner of the country something to cheer for. All right. Mm-hmm. That's from the soulful point of view. Okay, got it. From the business point of view, if the XFL and the USFL can actually mature in football play, then essentially they can one day compete with the NFL, which they don't want. Right. Okay. But at the same time, in order to get that quality football, because they America wants football to, to reign supreme. All year long, year-round football, people want that, right? People, but if, yeah, if that's the people case, want NFL football to raise the green all saying, year that's long. That's what I'm saying, though. But if they, if, if the quality of football steps up, then these guys can possibly compete with the NFL to the point where they can start poaching players from across the ball. And if they get their, if, if, if they essentially get their quote-unquote bucks up, they can start poaching some. That, that, that's what we're waiting on. The same thing that the same thing that Deion Sanders is doing with Jackson State. And where they're poaching some of those those five star recruits going to Jackson State, if somehow the XFL or the USFL can pull an SMU of the eighties, mm-hmm. that's going to be huge. They can it, it can become legit, and they will they, they will essentially become the ADA of the NFL. It could, it, it, but does the NFL want that? Does America want it? Does the NFL want it? I don't think the NFL is going to be concerned because. It, Listen, even when the XFL comes back, and even with the USFL being a, a bit of a success, because it, it was a bit of a success, right? Yeah, it, yeah. And, it, it did a lot better than it did in the 90s. In the 90s, yeah, right. Even with that being, and then they're kind of doing their own thing because they have a different set of rules within their, their ranking, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. What turned me on about the USF, I really wasn't turned on about it because, like John said, I didn't like the quality of football that was being played. However, that championship game was something. That I, I will say that. Those two teams, uh, Birmingham Stallions, won the tournament. And they looked to me like the best team all year long, right? And they, they played some good football. And, and, and now it's making me say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this league a, league a shot. But you know how we always say, what we say in life, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Right. And I think too much of football can be a bad thing sometimes. Even though we, we want We say we want it's a Yeah, we say we, we, say want. we want it. We really don't. But yeah, <laughs> right. Because if that was the case, then we would be watching USFL football. It's just that simple. It's like when people say, I want unbiased news. You say you want it. You really don't. Exactly. You want news that reflects your bias. Right. We 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 always talk about the three other sports that have long seasons. Basketball, hockey, baseball. Especially baseball. Yes. I've always said that 
162 games. 162 games. It's too much. Okay. <laughs> Even in the NBA, I think 82 games is too much. How many games they play in the uh, regular season for hockey? John? 82. 82. Too much. <laughs> it's, but it's but I, see much. What they want. I see what they want to do because they want to make sure that every team visits every team. Every team. They right. want to make sure that the West and the East are one, have a home and home. Yep. And they want to make sure that the East has like maybe two. And if you're on your on your division, three. Yep. They want because you do that, you get your divisional rivalries, which is good for the game. game. You get yeah. that your interconference any rivalries games too. Any sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that, and that's just kind of where it all where it all came from. So is it more about good for the game or good for the conference? Both. Yeah. It's gotta be we gotta link two two missions cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Mm. W Explain why why not? Okay. Yeah. Example. 162 uh, or 162 games, right? Yeah. And to be fair, this year is a little less than that because the strike kicked uh, the the lockout got rid of I think one week. And, oh, that's right. And yeah. they're not, and they're not they're not, they're not making true. those up. They're not making those games up. That is true. So you may have lost three. You may have lost. Two you may have lost seven series. Seven. So uh, yeah. so it's about 156, 155, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Good for the game, bad for the conference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The same thing with more NFL games this year, right? Bad right. for the game, good for the conference. Mm. That's what it's all about. The game. I mean, they, they, you know, mm-hmm. hey, in, in the words of John, years ago, uh, the NFL, MLB, NBA has never been accused of having a soul. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you care less. But you know what? With the NFL, though, it, it actually just about it. It actually just it's the same amount of games. Yeah. Except, yeah, except just... one extra game counts. That's it. right. <laughs> That's all it is. Give me another prime example. Um, Super Bowl 2015, Broncos, Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the beat down of 2015. Was it the Broncos, Seahawks? Yeah, it was. was. on the year that the – was so what was yeah. the year was that where – um no, 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 not in 2014. Because Cam Newton and the Panthers went against the Broncos. Yeah. But the Broncos did go against the Seahawks. They the did, and after. they got the beat down. They, they got, got the beat down. Yeah. yeah. That's, when, that's when we saw that Legion of Bulls start yeah. to show up. Yes. But the point I'm trying to make is, it was in New York in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was, was that really about the game or was it about the conference? That's yeah. a good question. That's a good yeah, question. You are, we yeah, we already know that about everything. No. Yeah. You mean to tell me that I sit back and took a beating the whole year just to play in cold, bleak in New York? Right. Well, that was because <laughs> they got a new stadium. Yeah. If, so you get a new, stadium, if you get a new stadium, you, you, you go play in it. You go play in it. Okay. Now, last year's Super Bowl was in Los Angeles. Right? Uh-huh. First time ever. Have we seen, was it the first time ever we ever seen a home team win the Super Bowl? Yes. No. Or no. Tampa, no. Tampa. 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 It, it was the first time we've seen it twice. Two years, <laughs> two, in, a two years in a row. We got it. Yeah, Good we, for the game. Yeah. Good for the conference. I think more so the conference mm-hmm. because I mean it was it was somehow a Super Bowl in a new stadium. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not, I don't believe in coincidences. That's one of the conversations. And where's the Super Bowl this year? I was about to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Atlanta. Let's see. No, I know it's not Atlanta. Atlanta's not going to get it. Atlanta is thinks they're on the rotation, but they're not. Marcus Mariota. Well, congratulations. The Arizona Cardinals okay. will probably go to the Uh-oh. Super Bowl. Okay, Phoenix. Yeah, that's, I, I'm, I figured that it was going to be somewhere. Well, again, I ain't Phoenix, picking them. Phoenix, hey, Phoenix, hey. Phoenix had, yeah, hasn't been in Phoenix for a while. Yeah, it's been I mean, a while. But they often get it. Tempe, Arizona. Technically. Technically. Yeah. Tempe, Arizona. Where are we at? Yes. How far outside of Phoenix? Right? I mean, what? How far, how far is that from Phoenix? That's your side. It's like... Uh, it's like Truist Park from uh, downtown Atlanta. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, first time since 2015. This is the fourth time. Okay. This seems a lot longer Arizona than that. Host the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because it always seems to go Tampa, Miami, New Orleans, Glendale. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. those are the four that it kind of rotates around. So I bet it's going to be in Miami next year. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona could possibly be, they have a team built for a nice play. Well, if you got yeah. Kyler Murray, hey. And you got, got Kyler Murray. Five years, two hundred and thirty million dollars worth of Kyler Murray. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he got his money. And on top of that, the Arizona Cardinals just acquired Baltimore's number one wide receiver, Pierre Hall. 
Oh yeah, they did. They yes, did. They did. Yeah. yeah, they did. Which you know that can um, now how is that going to affect Baltimore's chances on making a deep playoff run this year? I just don't understand how. Well, here's the thing about Baltimore's situation, and now with the quarterbacks making the money, now that with Kyler Murray making this money, now the next question is. Will Lamar Jackson get his money? Get his money. So he's he still needs, playing off of his rookie contract. Yeah, he needs to have a great year this season. Exactly. The pressure is, in terms of pressure on an individual quarterback, Lamar Jackson probably has the most. Without yeah, his number one wide receiver, well, so he's essentially disarmed. They, they disarmed him. He's, he's disarmed. But here's the thing, Leon. He's had that number one wide receiver for a while. And he's always done and, pretty good and now. He's done pretty good, but he ain't got nowhere. See, the thing is with Baltimore is that, remember, Baltimore was the number one seed to get at the Titans. Was it? No, they went to the AFC Championship. Yeah. When the the best year that they had into winning the Super Bowl was a jacket quarterback, and with with the team that he had around him, he had a great winning game. Okay. Uh, Mark Andrews was flourishing as one of the better tight ends of football. Their defense was spectacular. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Was the year that they went? I think it was fourteen and two, thirteen and three. I think it was fourteen and two. Okay. And what happened? The Titans knocked them out. Right. And Ryan Tannehill got the praise right. because Ryan Tannehill was the better quarterback, on even though he had Derrick Henry on the back of uh, Derrick Henry. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he wasn't, I mean, he played well, but he wasn't Derrick Henry. Yeah, but that. Doesn't reflect on because you know he's he's just now playing off his contract. If you keep on knocking at the door, what, what I'm saying is this: so, I mean, we go, I can go 80 miles in that direction. Mm-hmm. About, mm-hmm. But it doesn't make sense to take away a man's number one wide receiver. We've seen the same thing happen in Houston with DeAndre with, with um with, with Sean Watson. Yes, how DeAndre Hopkins miraculously got traded to the Arizona Cardinals. That made no sense. And the, uh, Deshaun Watson didn't see the logic in that, nor did I. And that's what that's led one reason why he was he was shown the door. Right, and then he started before you know it, he starts making all kind of political accusations about the uh, about his organization. Yep. Which then led, which I, in my humble opinion, I'm gonna throw my tinfoil hat on. Which then miraculously he gets accused of raping 187 different women after he makes those accusations about his organization. Whole another conversation. The point I'm trying to make is that I don't see the point of letting go a man's number one option. And he's a he was I mean this number one option is what is the reason why that 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 deep threat is one of the reasons why this um Lamar Jackson is able to sit back and run the way he does. Now defenses can start stacking the box on him. If it, if his if his wide receiving core proves not to be a credible threat and this in a contract year, yeah. Right. Oh man. <laughs> he's gonna put on some. He's gonna put on some years. Well, look at what the Chiefs did though, because uh, the questions were looming and it was spinning in my head. Right? Why would you let the fastest guy I've ever seen on the football field wear pads go? Right. Like Tyree Hill. I never forget. I, I don't know what playoff game. I think it was with the Bills. Right. But last year, it, which to me was the uh, it's the greatest playoff game ever played. I mean, that's that's just me. But and that's speaking in terms of a lot of playoff games that were played. Right? Yes, you know. But that game was something. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you let go of a guy who number one is running full speed and pass? Okay, that's number one. Number two, who can throw the deuces on you from the thirty yard line, and that man is ten yards away from you. And can, and can exactly. That, and that's the that's the thing. I thought that with the Mahomes deal. And and it and this is what it was essentially for the Mahomes deal. It was able to give the team like some space right. because Pat Mahomes would say, "Hey, look, give my man this kind of money, keep him here, this, that, and the fourth. We can we can play around with my money because I make this much money. Yes, we can play around with it, and we can just kind of say, okay, this is give him this this money, give that guy this money. That's how Chris Jones was able to stay. Right." That's why they're trying to pull Orlando Brown Jr. That's going to be very, very important for him to have his blind side protected by Orlando Brown Jr. Right. It, so they they got him on a um, on a franchise tag right now. The so same, to a certain degree, with my team, how we just we're we're, we're 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 signing all these big name players, mm-hmm. 
before it's time to give Justin Herbert his money. Yeah. You know, the Jason Jacksons, the Khalil Max. Yeah. Hope, we're going to have to still re-up my wheels. <coughs> and, you know, so, how, how, how does my number one wide receiver sit around like that? Michael, Michael, help me out, Daniel. Help me out, Daniel. Help me out, Daniel. Your number one receiver? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Allen. Yeah. Okay. All right. But we, we're going to have to lock those guys down, too, for a time to give. Because um, he's going to win his money, he, and he deserves it. 38 for 15, only only behind Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on now. With us, we, we're going to have to pay him to win, but we got to lock down the, the players around. You got to have the pieces. You got to have the pieces. But again, it's no longer just about the pieces. You gotta fit everybody together in the salary cap. Yeah, man. Is it good? Like, like it goes back to what we we're saying. Is it good for the coffers or good for the game? Or is this two hundred thirty? Well, they're right? saying there's. Well, they wanted it good for parity. Is what is why they're doing this. Has Brady ever? Has Brady ever taken a two hundred thirty million dollar payday? No. No. <laughs> He has But yet, still, has Brady ever had a season in which he won less than 12 games? No. Is, so you're saying that, is it is that a coincidence or, or, or are we counting dots? If you want to stay relevant, you got to make a sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just being, it's just facts. I agree with that. If you want that Hall of Fame, if you want that Hall of Fame career, Brady-esque, you're going to have to take a financial sacrifice in order to keep those guys around you. Exactly. Exactly. You're going, and that's that's the question that every, that a lot of people are going to, a lot of teams are going to have to uh, are going to have to grapple with because, like I said, it's no longer just about the game. It's uh, more about numbers, getting everybody to fit, trying to get egos sublimated for the good of the team. Yeah, because yeah. even with Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson. All right, he got a, he got two hundred thirty million dollar he got a two hundred thirty million dollar deal from Cleveland, all guaranteed. We've never heard of that before, right? Mm-hmm. Which is going to we've never heard of that. We probably, probably never will again. Maybe I don't know. But with that much money being put into your quarterback, what does that leave for your defense? What does that leave for everybody else? Because there is a salary cap, right? And you want to be relevant. You know, you know. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. There's got to be, you know, you got to, you just, you got to choose. You got to pick your, you got to pick, basically, you got to pick your battles, really. Yeah. You do need a certain stopgap. You got, and you also have to see how these, how your players mesh with each other, whether or not they have chemistry. Show the person who's not fitting in, show show him the door and make sure you do it. But again, with the, at least with the quarterbacks, man, man, what you got now is people are having to make that decision on their long-term future very, very quickly. Quicker than expected. Quicker than expected, because they got to know if, if these are the guys that we need to lock in and lock down. Because the last thing you want to do is give an incredibly exorbitant um, number. Ezekiel Elliott. No, I wouldn't even go with Ezekiel Elliott. I would say someone who just who just winds up becoming mediocre. Ezekiel Elliott. You think Ezekiel Elliott's mediocre? As of right now, he ain't playing up to his contract right now. Mm-hmm. But, that, but he's not a quarterback. That's my that's what I was saying. You're, you're talking about quarterback. Yeah. In terms of quarterbacks, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, yeah, in terms of quarterbacks, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's why. So so the next person that will have to watch who gotten their money already is Derek Carr. Mm. So so Carr would be the next guy that you have. And that's why I've said earlier going in earlier in the show, listen, he's on the hook right now. And, and we got you, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And Josh Jacobs is running behind you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you got yeah. a lot of you got a lot of weapons for Las Vegas. Because ownership is looking at you, at you like this. Okay, if we give you all that money, we need playoff revenue. Yes, yep. we need playoff revenue. You got to knock off the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You got to beat the Chiefs. You got to beat the Chiefs. And and even though he's in another uniform, but Matt Ryan is another guy who you still have to be like, okay. Was it just the Falcons? Was it just the setup that he had? Because now you got a legit offensive line. 
Matt Ryan yeah. has no excuse right now. Yeah, he has absolutely no, no excuse. He is not. But I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can. I think. I, I think so too. I, I think he can be excellent in that. And let's be honest, in that division, there's nobody else. Yeah, no, it's not. Nobody else. Remember the year before? The year before Thurman signed with the Colts, he he had a 2020 season. Yep. yep. And I'm not talking about the newscasting show neither. No, no, 20 times that's 20 picks. Yeah, we know that. And I blame him. Yeah. Oh, I was, you know, yeah, that's yeah. my guy. You wanted to. But, but I was because running. that was your guy. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, so right I'm, I'm, yeah. But then he goes to the he goes to the Colts. Yeah. And finishes eleven and five. Yeah. Pretty much says like like he, he pretty much pulled not quite a Matthew Stafford. But but the problem with the problem with Phil Rivers is he's 37, 38. Yep. So he said, you know, that's it. I'm done. Bye bye. It was a great exit. Yes, it, it was, was a great, great exit. exit. Yep. Yeah. Matt Ryan still has one. Two or three more years left in him. He has something to prove. He got yes. something to prove. And yes. He has been belittled but in, yeah, in exactly. Atlanta for so long. Undeserved. 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 Yeah. I think the guy deserves playoff success. He deserves a Super Bowl. Yep. He deserves a chance to show what he can do with a team that he can actually give him that protection. 28-3 was not all his fault. No, it was not especially, his fault. Especially if you're on the sideline. Exactly. <laughs> it, it can't be all of your fault. Yeah, your your yeah. defense and we said this. Your defense was gas. Play calling and the gas. play calling stunk. What that about the, the offense actually literally probably went three and out, three and out, three and out. Detroit that year. What was the Super Bowl that day? Oh uh, gosh, I, I wherever it was. Yeah, <laughs> they went down the street and got them something to eat at a restaurant, at a city-in restaurant, yes. and came back. It was ready to play. Yeah, because the halftime show had went on. You know that's fifteen minutes long. Exactly. It, they weren't on the field. I, and remember, and remember, the NFL has the shortest halftime. Yep. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Unless, of course, it's the Super Bowl, and then, and then that just kind of you know every other extra minute gets blown into it. Really. Yep. Halftime goes shorter as you go as you go through the levels. I'm gonna make a prediction. I know we're gonna probably make predictions before the season starts. We'll make close to predictions, but yeah. I believe that Matt Ryan will be in the top five in the MVP vote. And I think the Atlanta fans will be happy for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They yeah. might grumble a little bit, but yeah, yeah they'll be happy for him. Yeah. Because this is what 70% of Falcons fans want. <clears throat> hey, let's go get that quarterback from this, that, and the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Let's, we got to get rid of Matt Ryan. We got to okay. get rid of, you know, we got his, his cap number is an albatross. Exactly. And we got to get rid of it. Yep. And also, he can't play defense. And he can't play defense. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's safe to say that if Matt Ryan can finish the season this year, 11-6, he would be validated and verified. Yes, yes. And I think, like yep. I said, the old, he, you know, uh, Jacksonville, no. Houston, no. Tennessee, same situation. Derrick Henry can't play defense. Exactly. So, and they lost their top uh, their top wide receiver, A.J. Brown. Yes. He went to Philadelphia. I thought, yes. I thought, I thought it was Julio Jones. Yeah. They released him, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. So Julio released. Jones is still on the market. Right. And I don't. And, and there's been reports saying that he, that could Atlanta make a, a, a well. comeback for him? Might as well bring him back. Get on the loop. If he doesn't mind, if he doesn't mind being uh, the fifth guy. He could be coming back. <laughs> yeah. if, to be honest with you, if he, if Julio Jones is still cool, he ain't going to be able to drink Not a young Drake London. He's not going to I think so. no. Not over Drake London. No, Drake London is young. He's twenty two. Yeah, he's a he's a rookie. He's a rookie who can get up there and do, do the same thing that Julio was doing when he was twenty two. Yeah, unless Julio comes back in a time machine after twelve years, exactly. You know, he's he's going to be that fourth, fifth receiver, and and not his. Skills and he's going to be a situational receiver because Julio Jones can still catch the football. He can still run a route, but Julio Jones is fighting his business so much. Thirty three years old now. He's thirty three. And an old thirty three. Old thirty three. It's tough, man. It's tough to keep up with that kind of – to be that built, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to keep up with that. And the reason why you're doing it is because you're taking shots. Mm-hmm. Julio, what, did Julio – you call Julio a uh, all I would. Yeah. Because of what he did this first seven or eight seasons with Atlanta. I would. And especially the year they went to the Super Bowl. All right. So, top three Atlanta wide receivers on um, Julio Jones, Roddy White, and Andrew Gryson. All time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in that order. Exactly. In that order. Yeah. You you actually said the order correctly. Yep. You think uh you think you think Roddy White will see Cannon? 
I don't think so. Should he see Canton? I think he should, but I don't know if his numbers will reflect it. I don't know. And if he does see Canton, he's not first ballot. That's something I can say. Right. He's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, he'll be on that ticket for a minute. Think, think, think Roddy White's better than um, Tory Holt? No. Tory Holt's nasty, man. Yeah, he is. Tory Holt's special. He had to get in. And he hadn't, and I don't know why. Tory Holt. And for Tory Holt to be second fiddle to Isaac Bruce, yeah. that's something. Heck, that's a heck of a chance. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, the greatest show on turf. That's I hated right. them because they were in our division at one point in time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? But my goodness, they were so fun to watch. Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk actually got in the Hall of Fame his years in St. Louis. That's when you saw him flourish as a, as a, he was like, he reinvented what Roger Craig was for San Francisco. Yeah, he did, yeah, he did. He did there was happen. there was a, a Marshall Falk before yeah. Marshall Falk. And Marshall was Roger was, Craig. And Marshall Falk won the same mistake. I remember watching yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. All right, we're going to have to leave it there on the last few guys to do the podcast. I want to apologize for everyone. I was trying to get Michael Pearson from SB Nation or, and our Chargers guy to talk about the opening of NFL camps. We'll try to get him on next week. Yeah. Please. And uh, we'll talk more football. Sam. So thanks so much. Again, yeah. this episode will drop on Tuesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm John Wardo for Daniel and Leon. We'll see you next week on the last few guys to do a podcast. Bye.